Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are, no matter what time it is, it's a great day to be serving the Lord. Welcome to the Go Ye There podcast. I'm your host, Leland Johnson, and we are so thankful to have you joining with us today. Social media is said to be one of the most world-changing inventions in history. Sliced bread, Instachat, Snapface. Let's head into the open. Proverbs 17:28 says, "Even a fool when he holdeth his peace is counted wise, and he that shutteth his lips is esteemed as a man of understanding." In the world that we live in today, it's becoming harder and harder to keep every opinion from being a public opinion. Privacy is a thing of the past as every thought and every picture that we take is uploaded to the internet for everyone to see. And how hard is it to resist getting into that public debate over our soapbox and voicing our opinion along with a bunch of other people who have no clue what they're talking about? Social media, like the internet before it, and television before it, and radio before it, are all areas of our changing culture that missionaries have to stay aware of. In today's episode, we'll talk with Pastor Freeman Weems about his thoughts on missionaries and social media, as well as Dan DeLong, candidate director for BIMI, about some common mistakes that missionaries make with social media. Let's get started. Dr. Freeman Weems is the pastor of the First Baptist Church in Atoka, Tennessee. He started the church over 30 years ago, and through the years, they've had the opportunity to see countless lives changed with the good news of Jesus Christ. The halls of the church are lined with missionaries and projects that the church supports. Pastor Weems is also a Facebook savant and the perfect person to talk with us about our subject today. Pastor Weems, it's great to have you with us. Brother Johnson, it's a thrill for me to do this, and I'm deeply invested in missions personally, and our church is deeply involved in missions. We, we love getting the gospel out around the world, and so I am thrilled to have the opportunity to fellowship with you today. Pastor, social media has certainly given missionaries the opportunity to stay in touch with home. But more than one missionary has found themselves in trouble because of the things that they've posted on Facebook or Twitter. Has Facebook ever impacted your decision to support or continue supporting a missionary? I have had to bring up uh, a few posts or different things that I've seen that I thought were unwise or harsh. Sometimes I'll go to the mission board if I know the director real well and, and ask him, hey, what's going on? Is there something here? And, and then usually I wind up addressing those things with the missionary. So I haven't dropped anybody, and it hasn't in particular uh, kept me from having anybody into the church. But I have, I've seen some negative, critical, extreme posts sometimes. And I usually just try to go to the, the brother and, and uh, say, look, you know, that's kind of unwise. You're going to put people off, and you probably ought not to deal with that in a public venue. If you've got to say something along those lines, do it in a more private way. So it may have put me off from some folks, but I, I can't think of any right now. So a missionary might say, Pastor, this is my personal account. Why should I have to worry about pastors and church members on my personal Facebook? What would you say to that? Well, Facebook is not a 
private thing. It's going out and untold millions can see a post. So it's a public venue and our testimony is involved in that. And plus the things that we post reveal some things about our attitude. And so I want our missionaries to be as uh, as loving and compassionate as they can be towards their people. I don't deny them their uh, emotions or their rights maybe to get in, you know, to get concerned about some things, but the work of Christ comes first. And so uh, as a pastor, I do get involved in some things on Facebook that I think is probably unwise for a missionary to get involved with. And so personal or not, if you're putting extremist post up, harshness, or you're, you're calling out some brother, you know, when you ought to be dealing with him in private, uh, those kinds of things will negatively affect you. You know, you just said that there may be some things that are okay for you to post as a pastor that may not be wise for a missionary to post. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, right now, a hot topic on Facebook is gun control. And particularly many countries have a, a, a totally different view of firearms than we do here in the United States of America. And and so to try to import our, maybe even uh, our, our hunting culture, our culture of, of using firearms for sports and different things, into some countries would be a huge negative. And so I think it's unwise for a missionary to invest himself into an argument over gun rights here in the United States of America when he is in Brazil or Bolivia or France or some of these other countries. And it's just an unnecessary distraction and could give him, I would assume, in some countries, maybe even some legal problems, but certainly problems with the people who would have a totally different view because of their the difference in their culture than we have. When you do come across your missionaries on Facebook or other social media, what are some things that you look for? Well, I'm always looking for some progress in the work, you know, what they're doing. Uh, I, I like to hear, hey, we've, we've canvassed this area and passed out flyers and tracks. And, you know, different countries have different uh, methods of doing things. Like we can't put gospel tracks in mailboxes here, but I understand there's some countries that you can't. And so I'm always looking for uh, what's going on with the work, how are things, you know, progressing. Maybe there's been a, uh, an event, and now we're hearing the results of that event where they did maybe a two- or three-day evangelistic campaign, and they had some folks saved. Uh, I'm always looking for biblical topics. You know, maybe a missionary puts up a biblical thought or a thought for the day or a thought for the week, or uh, maybe he's got a theme for uh, something that, that the Lord's spoken to his heart about, and I'm always interested in those things. And then I like to see family posts, pictures of the kids, and uh, we have a, a missionary in South America who goes live quite often, and uh, sometimes I'll see him and some of the young men that he's working with and get the opportunity to interact with them. And uh, So family posts, those types of things to me are always uh, important. And then, of course, if there's a health concern, maybe something that's jumped up very suddenly. Um, I'm not sure Facebook's the best place to do that. I think some folks go far, far too much in-depth about personal issues on Facebook. Pastor, have you ever had a member of your church or another pastor friend complain about a missionary's social media? Yes, sir, I have. 
and the issue was harsh, unwise post. Maybe they repeated something somebody else said, and without thinking it all the way through, a missionary adopted some other fellow's attitude towards a, a, an issue and then brought it into his own. So, yes, I've had that brought up to me, and sometimes it's a discussion amongst pastors, and sometimes I've had some members point some things out to me. It hasn't caused me, again, to to drop anybody, but I have approached some people, and if that didn't work, I have approached the mission board and said, look, I think you really need to talk to this fellow about toning it down, and again, I'm not trying to impugn a fellow's freedom in Christ, but at the same time, we have to be careful what we say. Then also, I don't think asking for money on Facebook is a good idea. I recognize that missionaries, uh, where their source of income, where their where revenue flow, the churches that support them are, but I much prefer a personal request from a missionary as opposed to seeing something on Facebook about I need $900 for this or $12,000 for that. I, I don't think that Facebook or Twitter or any of those things are a good way to, to bring up financial needs. Last question and we'll be finished. What advice would you give to a missionary in how they use their social media? I would be careful about what pages I like. Uh, I have found out sometimes I'll go to read a news article or I'll see a news heading, and bam, oh, I get subscribed to two or three different news articles that I am not in the least interested in. So I have to fight, try to find some way to get rid of them. And you never know when you may get linked with something that is uh, negative in the sense of being a, a sexual or some other thing. So I'd be very, very careful about what pages I liked as you may get linked to an undesirable page. I'd keep a sharp eye on my friends because their posts are going to appear on your news feed. And if you've got a friend who's always criticizing everything and, and, and uh, being a, a negative influence, then you're going to get a... a that attached to you, so I'd watch that. Then I mentioned the American issues. American issues can be very problematic overseas, especially our politics. When I visited uh, Romania a number of years ago, we were at that time bombing Yugoslavia or the you know, that area, and uh, those people there were not happy about Americans. I, I sat and talked with some pastors, and they. You know, they said, we love America, but we don't want you to bomb, and they would name some area. And I said, well, I'm sorry, I have no control over that. Uh, when I visited Egypt a number of years ago, a man had just been released from prison by the secret police for, for being involved in Christianity. And as we visited in his home, he began to demand that I have America bomb Egypt. And so American politics can become a huge issue. Of course, I immediately did everything I could let him know. I don't control bombs. You know, I'm not in control of that. But when you're in different parts of the world, people look at Americans as being rich, being affluent, and being connected to their government. And so I would be very careful about getting tied into too many American issues. Some things about Christian standards that we may have here, um, their, their cultural mores, and I'm not talking about in the sense of not having moral absolutes, but we're not trying to make Americans out of people. We're trying to make Christians out of people. And it, anything that's in their culture that is not absolutely sinful is none of our business to try to change. So I would avoid those types of things on Facebook entirely. Pastor Weems, that's terrific information. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing. Well, I very much appreciate you allowing me to do that. 
Dan DeLong is the candidate and deputation director for Baptist International Missions in Chattanooga, Tennessee. As a missionary, he and his wife, Sandra, have started five active churches in three different countries and continue to work to strengthen churches in those areas. As candidate director, he has experience in dealing with missionaries on our topic today. Brother DeLong, it's great to have you with us. Brother Leland, I enjoyed uh, connecting with you again, and uh, it's just a pleasure to speak with you today. Brother DeLong, do you ever get complaints from pastors over the things that are posted on social media? Uh, yes, I do. We have a positive and negative social media, but the most uh, problems that I've ran into is where the missionaries will do photos or they'll brag about things that they're doing. Or I know people need vacations, but you you see a lot of people post things, and when the pastors see some of the things that's posted because it's out there for everyone, and the people sacrifice to get those missionaries to field, so they'll put more about vacations and holidays and things like that, and it really, really bothers the pastors. Let's deal with the two sides of social media separately. We live in a world of selfies, Snapchat, Instagram, and where taking those photos, as you were saying, is very common. Can you give an example of a time when a missionary was just unaware of how their photos portrayed them online? Yes, we've had instances where uh, a family would be uh, going to uh, have a uh, go on vacation, and then they would have pictures of them like in Hawaii, and the pictures of them in, in, in Bali, and then a picture them at Duck Dynasty, then picture of them at Disney World, and it seemed as that they were on deputation or in the ministry, that is all they did. And it, it really gives the wrong perception, and it is, uh, it sends the wrong message, and, um, or, they, or people will put out uh, things on social media. Those things are great, very self-centered, but it gets, uh, gets the missionary in a lot of trouble. The world is watching this, not only the American pastors, but other people are watching this, and it really hurts the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's take the other side of social media, the sharing my mind via Twitter or Facebook posts. A lot of times you can read stuff on those sites, and you can really get worked up about something that someone else has posted, and you feel like you just have to respond. What should we as missionaries be thinking about before we click that post button? Let me give you a couple of things that I've uh, developed. I tell all of our candidates the word Lord, and that means this, L-O-R-D. When you go on social media, the L means to listen to the point that the other people are presenting. The O means to observe their, their position. The R means to respect uh, or don't react without thinking first. And the D, I tell the folks, is does it demonstrate grace, your reaction? I can give you many, many Bible verses for this, but before people react on this social media to this, get this self-gratification that their values are higher than others, and, and they want to do these zingers, as the young people call it. I also, uh, the second thought I have on this as I teach is, uh, number one, don't brag about yourself. Uh, you need just to brag on the Lord in your responses and, and your uh, social media presence. 
don't nag. Don't nag on subjects and things that are not important, and you have to be very careful before you put anything in writing. Does it honor the Lord? Uh, does it communicate clearly and lift up Christ? Thirdly, don't get snagged by the time that you waste on media and wasting your time on that smartphone when you could really be doing having productive ministry for the, for the Lord. The fourth thing is don't lag on your communication verbally. By that, a lot of people would rather text or rather go on social media than to have a conversation on the phone or person to person. And our culture is learning to hide behind that, uh, or I call hide behind the emoji. And that is, that is not good communication. And last, last thought is this, don't slag. Balance the use of social media. The Bible's very clear that we're supposed to go out and to reach the world. Uh, not, not, and we can use the social media, but very carefully, we have to be careful about that taking over relationship. As a parent, how aware do I need to be of what my children are doing on social media? Well, let me answer, give you a little information here. Ninety-two uh, percent of all teenagers report going online daily. And 71% of all teenagers use more than one social networking, like Facebook and uh, Snapchat. Facebook's the most popular. The average teenager today has has 300 friends that's on their social media. That is unbelievable. And nearly three-quarters of adults online use social media networking sites to, to capture the time and the intention. And a lot of their communication really dishonors the... Uh, the testimony of Christ, and especially the testimony of, of missionaries. So what I do is to tell parents when they ask is to make sure that you know what, what your child's medium is. And you have to be careful with that because in most of these social media, the parents are responsible for their kids under the age of 18. And there's many laws out there and people aren't aware of it. So uh, you've got to teach the child that they're always going to be accountable and that you at any time of the day, night, whenever, can look at your child's device. And I always encourage the parents to pray before they give a child a device or pray with them to understand their accountability. There is a lot of uh, networking guards and controls, but most people don't know about it. And I encourage them to talk with their pastors and other people that are very, I say, tech-savvy to help protect their families. One more question, and then we'll we'll get you finished up. We we don't want to end on a negative note because we know that there's a lot of positives to how social media can be used. Can you share a few of the best ways that you've seen missionaries using social media? The way that I've been encountered, and in, in, even in our ministries in Australia and even in Papua New Guinea, is they use the social media media to always encourage uh, the people to 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 uh, go to church they also have their schedules uh, on the, on the social media they have their what's going to be spoke about what's going to be the activities they use it to connect uh, the text uh, I've traveled to many churches in the last two years and have asked these questions you're asking me and the the pastors that are getting this under control, uh, they do use technology like texting, Facebook, the Snapchat to stay in contact with, uh, especially the younger generation. And it's very positive uh, 
in that. And and then they, they're teaching their, their church to not get into this controversial thing, like stay off the politics or do you go right on this issue or go left? And they just honor the Lord and they keep it in the spiritual realm because a lot of this stuff goes into our self-gratification and our responses. And so when we go out there and use this social networking to encourage people to come to church, show people what we have, give the direction of our church, define who we are in a graceful way, it is very positive and it does work. Terrific information. Thank you so much for sharing it, Brother DeLong. I know that it's going to be a help to the missionaries who listen to this, not only to have an idea of how we need to be careful, but also how to protect our families as well. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you, uh, Brother Leland, uh, for letting me be part of this. And I'm honored, and I just hope and pray that uh, God will take this encouraged missionary around the world. So, what did you think of today's show? Do you have an idea for a new show? Do you have an organization or a product that helps missionaries? Get in contact with us and let us know. We, of course, are on social media, on Facebook and Twitter at GoYeThere, and you can also email us at contact at GoYeThere.com. Also, if you need to, you can submit a topic anonymously on our website at www.GoYeThere.com. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about the most incredible resource that we've come across since becoming missionaries. It's actually one of the contributing factors to us deciding to start this podcast. And it's the one interview that we've been waiting and hoping to do since we started the podcast. That resource is called Widow's Jar. We hope that you'll join us.